0: What if everything you thought and believed about successful buying, selling, and financing your home was wrong? Welcome to HomeWise with Michael Midget. This is where you can count on straightforward, objective advice on the right way to make the most out of every dollar you put into your home. Whether it's buying, selling, or financing, even maintaining and growing its value along the way. Coming to you from the News Talk STL studios at Union Station in St. Louis. We are just so honored that you're listening today. My name is Paul Cook. This is our 12th episode. I feel like I've learned so much. Today is about questions and the importance of those. So I have one. How are you, Michael Midget? I'm good, Paul. How are you? Good. We're done. We did a great question there. Yeah. No, you've got to know the questions to ask. And number one, um, you got to know how important they are how important questions are in the overall process. And I think there's a great quote that kind of uh, solidifies this. At least it, it certainly underlines it and makes a great point from Mr. Einstein. Here's the quote. He said, if I had an hour to solve a problem and my life depended on it, I would use the first 55 minutes... Determining the proper question to ask. For once, I know the proper question. I could solve the problem in less than five minutes. Pretty profound, huh? Absolutely. I mean, that is, oh, you gotta know the questions. Well, tell me this. Okay, by the way, you're listening to Homewise Radio, homewiseradio.com. It can all come from there to our other uh, social media and videos. We hope you're watching along as well. Hello. Uh, but how, tell me more about that, about knowing the right questions and how they fit into our overall process, Michael.
1: You know, last week we started talking about questions. We started talking about strategy and the way that fits into a system, okay? So we are about buying homes, selling homes, things that wrap around uh, the family home, Epicenter of your personal financial picture, the resting place of the vast majority of your personal wealth at retirement. It all matters. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you get one shot to do it right. Okay. And you need to make sure that you are following a system. Otherwise, you don't have a reliable, predictable way to make sure you end up where you need to end up
2: because there's no do overs.
1: Right. Okay. So. I introduced the idea of asking questions, okay? And that stems from, from, you know, from having a strategy. Uh, That quote you mentioned from Albert Einstein about he has a problem. He's going to spend the vast majority of his time thinking about the problem. Mm. And as an extension of that, the questions to ask so that he has the right tools, the right information with which to base a decision on and then he's going to spend a very tiny amount of time actually making the decision, right? So there's a lesson in that, mm-hmm. okay? By the way, I mean, he was a smart guy, okay? So Einstein, you yes, could, you, pretty smart. You could, you, you could do worse on somebody to follow, for a systematic way to... A great philosopher, really, though,
0: with how he did solve problems, the philosophy behind it, the thinking behind it, behind this very one, it was very valuable. The
1: guy had no tools and he came up with the equations we use to put landers on Mars and Mm. capsules on the moon and space probes that are now leaving our solar system after 45 years of flying that's amazing i didn't know that all of all of the math and science that went into that came from it it emanated from uh his equations wow which weren't proven at the time when he came up with them technology had to catch up with his brain in order to actually verify that it's that that's true and that's the way that it worked okay so unbelievable i love you know i I'm glad you brought that up because I, you know, I love that quote. It's the perfect, it's the perfect, uh, you know, entry point to this, to this conversation. Okay. You know, if we wanted to bring it up in, in the marketing world, we have a saying called the gun to gun to the head scenario. Okay. Mm -hmm. If somebody had a gun to your head and you had to make a decision on how to do something, you know, how to execute a marketing campaign or something like that what would you do? And the idea is that it's a super important decision. You get one shot to get it right or else. Okay. Um, Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. Abraham Mm -hmm. Lincoln had a quote, you know, in that same line of thinking, which was to sharpen the saw. You know, if I had to, if I was going to spend six hours chopping down this tree or sawing down this tree, I would spend the first five hours sharpening my saw or my ax and an hour chopping. Mm. and I'll beat the guy that just grabbed the ax and started whacking away for six hours. Me. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. Willing it, right. it to and happen. It has to do with the initial prep work and getting, getting the proper information. So um, Prep work. And, you know, last week I started a story with you. I asked you the question about uh, the golf question. You know, do you want a fancy club or would you rather have a great swing? Mm-hmm. You know, and that led into the strategy conversation. A good so, swing, please questioning is an extension of that same idea you know uh, asking questions is a sign of leadership it's a sign of expertise um, and it's the application of a strategy strategies require information to execute and that information comes from asking questions okay so That's where it begins. You got to know the questions asked. And so people that have systems generally in and around the beginning of that system is going to be, it's going to be information gathering, which generally will begin with questions. So we talked about my two last week and we're going to drill down into that here in just a minute. But this is crucial because if you are asking the wrong question, you can't possibly expect to get the right answer. And so it could even take you off
0: you know, like I'm doing to you at this very second, take you off on these different jaunts that are not
1: important, asking the wrong question or not knowing. Exactly. And, you know, (laughs) it makes me think of one of the things, uh, you know, the tenets of the show is, you know, we say it's a show of tangents, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, I do have a strategy and an outline and things that I work from and we still end up kind of you know, meandering through things (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) So imagine if you didn't, if you didn't have a plan. Yes. Okay. And so how does this tie into home buying, home owning and all of that? You know, these are processes. These are journeys that people go go through. And so you got to have a target in mind. You've got to have a planned way of getting there Otherwise you either never get up, get there, or if you do get there, you won't know you're there because you hadn't set out the criteria to know if and when you had hit that, hit that goal. Yeah. Cause that's all like, you know, following a map it's, 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 it's goal following it's goal setting. You're yeah. where you are. You're where I, you know, where, you know, you figure out where you want to go, Well, you have to know where you're going b- before you start the journey.
0: It's like you said right? last week, you've got to know your goal, where you want to end up. It's such a great philosophy in general, but you've got to know that before you go in and then you've got somebody who knows how to get you there. I mean just saying I'm good with numbers and uh, this is simple math and being uh, someone who knows follows the financial news or that that doesn't get you there, does it? Right. Nope. And that's that's why nope. I think why this is a show of tangents nope. because we are jaunting I've used the word again jaunting I'm not sure we are traveling through your 31 years of experience that's right with what we are discovering here on this show homewise radio homewise paul cook with michael midget homewise radio uh you can watch the show anywhere as well but gosh i, I don't have the time to waste going off on a different path that is not the right one. And I know you've talked about that too. We don't have, you can't go back. You don't get do-overs, right? That's why these questions are so important.
1: Yeah. Uh, You can't, you know, my wife has a saying, she's like, I don't make time. Mm. Okay, So we don't make time. We can't go back in time. Yeah. can only affect where we're at moving forward. Okay. So moving forward, revisiting those two questions. OK, because remember, in the system, we work out the financing first. Why? Because that's what the strategy says. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that's the strategy you're There's thinking. a more uh, intricate answer than that. But um, because the next step after that is, you know, looking at properties, getting into the real estate things. Well, how do you know what to look at if you don't know how you're going to pay for it? It's not a question of, well, do I have enough to pay for it or not? Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know everybody's mind goes there initially like, well, I don't need to do that first because I know I'm qualified. I know I've got the money. We're going to pay, you know, I, yeah. none of that matters. Okay. Right. When I say work out a financing plan, I just mean how you're going to pay for it. Okay. And because that can have a bearing on what you're looking at, mm-hmm. you know, so I, mean, I can't tell you how many times I've worked with somebody and when we got to the end of the process and actually I had whittled away and worked everything down and optimized it all. And I got there and like, well, you know what? I mean, if we would have known where we were going to end up, we would have, we might've bought a little bit better, a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. We got the house we really want. Yeah. Right. And so, cause that could be manipulated in a that's way. Why, that we well, want yeah. That. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really what, what it's all about is minimizing the overall cost uh, of the property. Because when you're buying a home that you're gonna live in, cost is not equal to the price tag. The cost is equal to uh, the upfront money that you put into it plus the cost over time that Mm -hmm. you put into it or the cost of the financing,
0: okay? Cost of the financing. Right, the cost of
1: the financing. So uh, remember, it's what financial goals do you have? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? Okay, both overall and uh, in respect to this home. Okay, so for example, um, do you need to save for retirement? Mm-hmm. Well, we all need to save for retirement, but where are you in that journey of saving for retirement? Are you early? Or are you late? Are yeah. you old and you're behind? How old are, are you? you young and ahead? Right. That can affect how much you can, should, or want to, uh, put towards purchasing a house. Okay. Um, it plays into it because remember this is not a decision that happens in a box Yeah, that's sec- that's uh, sec- sectioned off from all the other parts of your financial picture, they all interact together, right? Yeah. So it goes back to that idea of the epicenter, house touches everything else because it's your biggest investment, it's your largest payment. And incidentally, just in addition to all of that, it's also where most of your money's going to wind up. Um, or at least a significant part of your money is going to wind up when you get to retirement. And when you
0: get it going, you're paying it every month. You have to do it.
1: Right. So you've got the overall goals, short-term financial needs, right? So like saving for retirement, what about saving for college, send a kid to college? Mm. You know, are you going to need to do that while you're paying for this house? Okay. It's going to be a drain on the finances to some degree. And again, this isn't, this is not, you know, it's not particular to high income or low income, it's, it's all incomes.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you're not out of the game. If you don't have this huge savings, you know, or
1: that ready to right. go. It's just, mm-hmm. you have, you should take it into consideration. Otherwise you haven't explored potentially all the things you need to explore before, before going into it. And it's not like, are we going to do it or not going to do it? We're going to do it anyway. You figure out how it plays into everything else. Okay. Because, that's what financial advisors do. We're yeah. financial advisors specific to the homeowning process and how this works into and works and, you know, and works with everything else. Which is now, part of
0: the 55 minutes uh, to figure out the right question. All
1: well, right. Right. So yeah, we're, we're in the 55 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, you know, goals with respect to the home. Okay. I mean, you know, are you, how long are you going to live there? Yeah. All right. Is it a short-term deal or a long-term deal? Well, Mike, I don't know. Well, Okay. What do you think it's gonna be? You know, should we plan for the long term or should we plan for the short term? Mm-hmm. Maybe we plan for the long term with a short-term contingency. Yeah. Or the other way around, which is what happened to me in my house, is I hadn't planned on living there very long, but now 24 years later, I'm still living there. Hey, it's that and fluid never, thing that's still happening. You know, and that that kind of thing happens when you um when you own a home through uh, not one, but two real estate busts. Mm-hmm. And your income is tied to being in real estate. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you start a family in the middle of all of that. Which a lot of people do. And because of where I was, I didn't start in your typical starter home. I started in... You know, I like to say I moved into a retirement neighborhood. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not the way that it sounds, but it I know what was you mean. A, I was much younger than the average age of all the other people in there, so it wasn't like you know, like it was. It, it, it wasn't it was, a little tiny it, home it, that it, you know right, you're going right, to move out
0: of in right. five years. Yeah, I had
1: I had plenty of room to move. I was just buying because I thought I was supposed to buy a house. That's a factor. Before I really knew what I was doing.
0: That's a big factor. Uh, gosh, it feels like we just scratched the surface, but I know your strategy is so important. And we have someone who can talk a little bit more about that on the other side, Realty, but we're going to continue on with what we've been talking about, how important the questions are, what are the questions? And uh, hopefully you've gotten a few of those now. You can always go back and listen and watch HomeWiseRadio.com. We'll be right back with Michael Midget. You're listening to HomeWise with Michael Homewise Radio, homewiseradio homewiseradio.com we are man well when you start the show with uh, an einstein quote which is basically that he would use all of his time to figure out the question to solve a problem versus just launching right in and well we're uh, now I'm mixing uh, icons launching right in with the uh, lincoln not sharp axe. He says he'd spend all his time sharpening the axe before cutting the tree versus jumping right in. Michael, save me from these uh, <laughs> these mixed iconic references.
1: As I also mentioned last week, the um, we're talking about an overall system. Okay. So it involves financing. It also involves the real estate end of things. And so this week I wanted to bring in our guest expert, Kathy McKenzie from... Um, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Kathy. Select Properties. How are you doing, Kathy?
2: I'm doing very well. How are you doing today, Michael?
1: I'm doing great. Um, thanks for joining us. appreciate you coming out again. It's your second t- trip out. It is. But first time on video.
2: Yes, that so. is true. So, is that right? Wow. Yeah. Yes, that is yeah. true. So
1: <laughs> so we're talking about strategy, the beginning of the process. And I know you have a process Um We've been talking about the financing end of things, but I want to bring in the the aspect of the home buying process also. Sure. From a realtor, somebody that does it every day, and somebody that I know has a process. Sure. Because as I said before, I've come across situations where it didn't appear that there was an orderly process, and that can create problems. So um, what I wanted to start out with was um, where... Where where would you? Well, here let's let's back up a second because there's something. It's kind of like the pink elephant in the room, which is people don't start at the beginning of the process that I have laid out on my paper here mm-hmm. or the infographic that's on the wall. Mm-hmm. People tend to start the process on their own, yeah, without the help of a professional, right? So and many. So today, see, it used to be you needed to work with somebody in order to start the process to look at homes, things like that. But today you can just go online. So we're seeing a lot of that already in process, right? So what I want to know where I want to start out with this is um, how does that play into a home buying process? And um, are those people missing anything?
2: So in real estate, when when I interact with a client at the very beginning, um, and sometimes there's a little bit of um, ambiguity as to what is the very first step. Do you talk to an agent first? Do you talk to uh, a lender first? And really the answer is you can talk to either first, but their actual first step is they are probably looking online. And that's okay because they're dipping their toes in the water. They're getting their feet wet. They're trying to figure out what is out there and if something is even feasible or if they even want to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so when they make that first step and they go to speak to you or to me, I would say that neither is the wrong first step. However, depending on where they are, if they come and speak to me, I'll ask them a few questions because I have to be able to understand who they are and where they need to be and where they want to go in this process. If they are starting to look at homes and they have not yet spoken to a lender, then I'll ask the question, you know, have you spoken to a lender yet? Then I will refer them over to you to say, okay, well, to really start the process, we need to, we need to ask some more questions like, you know, what kind of budget are we looking at? What is our time frame? And, uh, and it goes a lot more detailed into that. But to to your point, I mean, if they even start online, but they make the first step to connect with either you or me, that is the right first step, because I know you will ask the appropriate questions, as will I, to put them on the right track.
1: Sure. And, you know, I mean, my, you know, if if they come to me first as as the lender, and it almost never happens. Like that, um, because people don't. That's not what you know. It's not the way that they think. It's not. Remember, so they're some starting, of them do though. They do. We're changing the tide. It's <laughs> not. It's not. All. It's not. It. I don't see it often. Okay, but I mean, may I mean, everybody is. You know, everybody is different. So, um, the first thing I'm going to do is, you know, we want to make sure that they're that they're credit worthy, but I you know, I need to get them in touch with a professional. So if they come to me without a professional, I'm going to refer them back to a professional, somebody in my network, uh, somebody that I know and trust and have probably worked with before. Well, I would have had to have worked with them before to know and like trust Kathy them. Like Kathy over well, here. Right, like Kathy over yes. here. So, um, um, because they need to be a part, you know, they need to be a part of a process, right? So... For example, if they come to you first and then you send them to me, if I'm doing my job right, it's it's more than just a technical or a, you know, acting as a technician, you know, fill out this form, we'll run credit, we'll look at some income documentation and we'll produce this piece of paper called pre-approval, right? There's really more to it. I mean, it could just be that, but there's a whole nother layer that I think should go or needs to go on top of that, which is the, um, you know, well, why are you looking at what you're looking for? Let's make sure that what you're looking at is the right thing for you. Why is that your why? Right. So, you know, when they start that home, so when they're in the home buying piece, you know, they come, Kathy, you know, we need a house. You know, what is, what's the beginning of that process? from the real estate perspective?
2: So the beginning of the process for me is to have a conversation with them. So I will have what I call a buyer's consultation. I'll either do it in person or on the phone. I'll ask them a series of questions. Now, I, I actually have two sets of questions. I ask them questions based on information that I need to know about them and who they are and what they need. And I also ask them questions to help them understand who they are and what they need. Mm. So for me, so for example, if um, if you come to me mm. and you say, Kathy, I want to buy a house, and I'll I'll ask you, okay, so do you currently own a home? When did you purchase the home? Tell me about that home buying experience because I want to understand who you are as a home buyer, not just what you want. Right. So I that way I can help you. I need to know. Uh, is it okay if I text you? Would you prefer email? I mean, how late can I call you? That Things like important. this. Mm-hmm. Did you have a terrible experience before? Was your experience great? And I need to make sure I also need to give you another great experience. So we talk about a, a series of, a set of questions and answers that is for my information, but then we'll also reach into another bag of questions and we will ask um, we will chat about, okay, what is it that you're really looking for? And I like to, if it's, if it's a couple involved or even if it's one person, I like to hand them a piece of paper and say, okay, write down, give me your wish list. And then they give me their wish list. And sometimes it's a husband and wife and they and I they each do it separately. Different wish lists. Different wish lists because that's important. So then yeah. I'll look at that and we'll have a conversation about that. And I'll give it back to them and I'll say, okay, now circle your must-haves or your deal breakers. And they might know one or two, but are there more? And so we kind of go down that rabbit hole of what do they want what do they need because there is a thing, a thing wants versus needs yes for sure and we really need to determine that and then also the the budget is a very serious component because the majority of people are are very serious about this purchase and this purchase is going to be the largest purchase that they've likely made in their entire life, and it's going to be the biggest chunk out of their monthly budget. So we need to make sure that it, that right chunk is going out. So then right. we have conversations with you. Right. Mm. And that's how that starts.
1: Yeah. And see, the thing that jumps out at me that with with that is you mentioned the two sets of questions. So basically, if I heard you right, it was it's a set of questions. Now they come from you, but because you're helping advise on a on a very important event, you know the you know the purchase of the home. One set comes from you, and uh, both sets come from you. But one set is directed at helping them. really the questions they they need to ask themselves that you're not providing the information to. You're providing the question to. In a sense, so that when they go through or they explore those questions, they arrive at the right decisions to then help you with your job. And so when people start on their own, right, Mm -hmm. and they just, you know, we're not going to check the temperature of the water. We're not going to check the depth of the water. We're not going to check. We're not even going to check if it's illegal for us to jump in this pool. We're just going to (laughs) jump in the pool. We're going to test it out right? Yes. Terrible analogy, but it, you get the picture, right? Yeah. Um, Jump, you know, jump first, ask, you know, later. Apologize later. later. Right. Right. right, right. Um, And see this happens, see there's the lending version of this too all the time, but people will, you know, when they come in and they're looking for, you know, I want X and X is very specific. Well, X isn't, I mean, this is a thing. But you're not buying the thing, you're buying what the thing's going to get you. Hmm. So if we're doing this right, we kind of need to backtrack and try to ferret out what is that thing that you're really trying to get to. And then you've connected this particular product, in this case a house, to that. Mm-hmm. You know? And you know, working it into the budget, like you said, is important. But that that's the that's the critical piece there because right now even as you know as 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 we're talking about this, there's people out there looking at houses, mm-hmm. and it always starts. Out, I know it always starts out casually, right? Well, we're just looking, and we're it's just always looking. casual until they find the right house. And now it's not casual anymore. They're passionate, right? Well, right. And so if you are unprepared and you find the right house, or maybe it's not really the right house, it just seemed like the right house based on. Oh the process that you were going through that may or may not most likely not be optimal. So um,
0: you got to know, you got to know what you want. What about expectations, Kathy? Expectations being out of whack on your list uh, of wants from people.
2: Well, that does happen, and so we discover those what those expectations are through again conversations and questions. Because in in the real estate industry, we have a we have a term, and this is what I was taught by one of my mentors (laughs) when I started um, several years back, and it's buyers are liars. And when I first heard that, I thought, oh, my goodness, this is terrible because <laughs> I'm, I'm a buyer. I've purchased and sold multiple properties in my life. And I thought, oh, my goodness, how was I ever a liar? And it's not necessarily a buyer that just uh, outwardly does not tell their real estate agent or their lender the truth. It's a buyer that isn't coming to terms with what they really need, what they mm. really want, and are their expectations a little too grandiose for their budget so we have to we have to talk about those things and for me I do kind of go in with the mindset that maybe they don't really know Mm -hmm. see I like it when the buyers come to me and they are very specific they say I want this 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 they know what they want like I mean maybe they've been around the block once or twice with uh, the home buying process and they're already in a property and it's not working for them and typically when people move into another property They know kind of sort of what they want because the one, they don't have what they want in the one property that they're currently in, so now they're looking for it in another property, whether they are upsizing or downsizing or resizing or whatever it is, um, situational, and we have to determine wants needs and expectations and can they get everything they want in their budget which is again why the conversation and the questions between you Michael and the client are so very important as they are with me
1: such a collaboration with you guys and yeah. the client and see i you know and i just i keep going back to that you know the i guess the disconnect between what someone could be looking for, or looking at, and be looking at the wrong, be looking at the wrong thing, mm-hmm. because that's the real danger. Mm. And you wouldn't even know that you're looking at the wrong thing. So you might be overbuying unnecessarily. You may be underbuying unnecessarily. You may be, you know, pushing past a budget that you don't or shouldn't go past because you're trying to get something, buy a house with something that, could very easily be added later, mm. or maybe you're giving up something that you need or want and needs to be bought in the house, but because uh, it can't be added later. And focusing
0: know? on the wrong thing. That's a great point. I want you to give us some examples of that and uh, go through that a little bit. I mean, this is our big episode on the questions, the questions. And so we got to take a break real quick, but we'll be right back. You're listening to HomeWise Radio, homewiseradio.com. You got a minute to hang out with us a little bit, Kathy? Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, She just, uh, she increases the whole video content. You know what I mean? (laughs) With us two dudes, we'll be right back on HomeWise Radio. You're listening to Homewise with Michael Mitchett. Thank you so much for listening. Your time today is absolutely precious and valuable, and we want to reward you with uh, good concentrate, good good information from these pros, which is really cool. I'm not one of them, even though I've bought homes and I've never heard the questions you've you've mentioned, by the way. No offense to my realtor, but uh, this is why I've learned so, so very much. So Michael, continue on that process of focusing on the wrong thing and the questions like we've been talking about.
1: Yeah. You know, um, it's not natural to know exactly how to go about buying something like this because uh, you don't do it every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, and we're, if it sounds like I'm being heavy handed and like condescending to to people, I'm not. It does not to me. I'm just trying to impress the importance because this is easy to gloss over. It sounds boring. It sounds, its It's not the bright, shiny part. It's not the house. Right? we just want to look at houses. Mm-hmm. I heard a million times. Like, I just want to look at houses. This little beautiful you know? sitting area to, to have breakfast you know, in we'll figure, you know? Like, We'll figure that out. We'll worry about that. Like if, yard. It, if it, you know, <laughs> if it comes up or whatever. And I mean, golly, it, it almost always comes up. And you almost always cheat yourself if you don't pre think about it. Okay. And so just, you know, we ended the last segment talking about um not only what to ask, but not asking the right thing or asking enough or or that. Um, one of the big things is how long you're going to live in the home, how long you expect to have it, what is the, uh, I guess, the financial ramifications of, of this purchase. And it seems like don't jump to the conclusion, oh, we're not going to be there that long. So if we make a bad decision, we won't have to put up with it. For that long,
0: great point. It seems like sometimes maybe you're shoehorning it uh, as a buyer, like, "Oh, well, I gotta get this in." Well, the way we have it set up, we'll have to be out of this house in five years, or we have to stay a certain time. You don't want to have to do that, do you? Making the wrong decisions at the beginning, and then you got to kind of fit your life to make it happen.
1: Yeah, you
2: want to have you want like to pressure. Have,
1: if you can afford it, you want to have choices. Yeah. Okay. Right? And that's what pre-planning helps maintain choices for you, Mm -hmm. or at least going into a process, you know, if you have choices or not, what they are and how you're going to go about or, or apply, apply the process.
0: You do so have choices. That's a big thing. That's a big element.
2: Well, maybe this year you do. <laughs> the last couple of years, maybe some of those wrong deci- decisions were made because there weren't a lot of options out there. The market was very strong. From stressful. the realtor spe-
0: perspective. Yes. yes. And
2: so there may be some people in those situations now, uh, that are looking to move out or up or change their living situation. And that was just kind of the nature of the beast of the last couple of years. We have a little bit of breathing room going into this year because interest rates have tempered the market uh, and it's scared off buyers and a little bit even sellers. So, however... We have some of that breathing room, and we should be asking ourselves the questions and and you and I, Michael, as professionals, we need to be asking our clients the questions that will make sure that we get them into the right property
0: right. Um, that's the whole show right there today yep. on Homewise Radio.
1: you know, and all too often, um, I get the feeling like you know, there's a saying customer service customer is always right give yeah. the customer what they want. Um, a and great, we always strive to do that. Yeah. I want to do that in my heart. I want to, you know, I want to do that, but at the same time, I kind of also feel like the doctor who, yeah, you know, like I can't, I, I want to eat ice cream every meal. Right. You know, you as know, much that's as I, I want to be able to deliver you the ability to eat ice cream all day long. If you do that, there's going to be, there's going to be a cost to mm-hmm. you or some sort of a penalty, right? And, and, and your guess is- It's not going to look lining, pretty either, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> if you could see what sugar does to your liver, I yeah. mean, it's like, and that's, so that's like perfect example of a hidden danger or something that you would have never thought of in a million years, Um that it's actually one of the worst things, wor- worst pieces of that. And I'm not oh, a doctor. Wow. This isn't medical. I've heard about that we're
0: corrosiveness of sugar. Yeah. I need to Yeah, help.
1: Well, it's just, it's, it's just, it wrecks havoc. Mm-hmm. On that. And it's, it tends to be the source of a lot of ailments, uh, chronic, or chronic ailments. It's a, it's a, it's a factor in ongoing inflammation and all of that. Oh so my gosh. Just an example of the way that something as innocent sounding as a food ingredient mm-hmm. that's in literally just about everything
0: and it gives you a okay. short-term uh lift you know what i mean a short-term feeling maybe like the price of your home i'm only going to pay this you know or it does have that short-term element with a long-term payoff right. You just want to hey, you just want to be aware
1: cost. of the potential pitfalls mhm so, that you can, one, first and foremost, and most important, make an informed choice about it. Okay. So, again, you know, actually, that's not a bad, as bad example as I thought it was when it first popped into my head. Because um, sometimes in health, you don't get a lot of do overs either. Huh. Some things are irreversible. True. So, um, you know, again, that same culprit time, right? No redo. Yeah. So, that would be amazing. We could do a redo on our health.
2: Um, that would be nice.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: but you can do a redo on your home. So,
1: <laughs> Kathy, what? Tell us more. So
2: you could do a redo on your home. So this is why people move. People move because their situation changes, their life changes. And so when they come to me and redos do happen, right? We have We have to make a change in our lifestyle, similar to if you were to make a change in your health or your diet – we have to make a change in our lifestyle, the questions that I would then ask would be, okay, so tell me about your current lifestyle. What about your current home, whether it's a rental or you own it, what about it works for you? What does not work for you? Mm. So for example, I More questions. met with some buyers earlier this week. They, The husband did not work from home at one point, and now he does work from home. So guess what they need? A home home. Office, Office. right? Or Mm -hmm. a property that has a fourth bedroom that they can convert into a home office. So they know that that is a must-have. Their situation has changed, and they're in a newer newer built home. So- it's not that old. They've only been in a few years. Or if somebody has, let's say they have their third child, and I have this situation with another set of buyers. They are in a two-bedroom house. They did not think they were going to be there for a very long time. They have three children. Mm. So their situation has changed, and they are are now selling that property and they are moving. So we need to find them a property that fits their lifestyle. How many bedrooms do you need? What are your must haves? Go back to that list and look. What are your deal breakers? Do you need, are you okay with an HOA? And if so, we need to look at the covenants and restrictions because you may want a pool or you may need to put up a fence for that dog. Or you may- Or do, that pool. Or that pool, <laughs> that's true right. too. So we talk about lifestyle. So a lot of my questions, even if it is a redo or if it's a first-time home buyer, we ask. I ask those lifestyle questions because when it boils down to it, Budget, again, I think is still number one in every buyer's mind. We need to make sure that we adhere to that budget. But we need to find them a property that fits in that budget. And at the end of the day, I think people... I know people move forward with a property that they're comfortable with. They're comfortable with the price. They're comfortable with the location, 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 location. You hear that all the time. It's very true. People purchase based on location. And when they don't, they're unhappy. Usually, this has been my experience. Mm. So- price, location, and then what is the setup of the house and how does that house fit your lifestyle? And that's a big conversation. Uh-huh. I, I had a, that conversation with a buyer just over the summer and we sat and met for coffee and it was going to be maybe a 20 minute conversation. We were there an hour and a half talking about lifestyle. And it's I'd prob- be willing to do that. Yeah. Yes. And it's
1: probably the most valuable conversation that you could possibly have in there. Say that one more time. I'm making it's, you repeat it. It's the most valuable conversation you can have. It's yeah. the most important important time you can put into the process. So yes. it's not just an investment of money. Yeah. It's not just buying a house, but you're investing in a process to give yourself the best chance that you can possibly have of a successful outcome. Wow. Right. Wow. Not only just the, you know, the mental and the emotional part, like the house functioning as a house roof over our head, you got to live somewhere piece of it. Yeah. But because of the financial ramifications that are going to be there in the future there's this extra lens to look at it through and that it doesn't take any more or any less to do it it just generally it doesn't get done yeah because it's not a part of your process cuz remember a realtor's process and it shouldn't it, it you know it shouldn't be but there's yeah. the box fine loan yeah right on you know mine it's, it's more, you know, it's more detailed than that, but a lot of loan officers don't dig into that one hour conversation about the, that about you go off of her that, conversation, that case, right? Yes. Or pre jumping her conversation. It's just, it's the asking of the, okay, you said you want this. Tell me why. Yeah. And you can get the whole picture. And I would say over half the time you wind up with, yeah, but you know what? Give me a day, let me put a few things together I think you might like. We I think I I'm seeing a way to get there that's a better way to get there.
0: Wow. Uh we're out of time for today, but great great questions. Wise questions from both of you. How do we get a hold of you, Kathy?
2: So you can call me directly. My number is 636-696-6794. Uh, you can find me online, exceptionalhomesstl.com. You can Google me, Kathy McKenzie, Berkshire Hathaway Select, um, and social media. I'm everywhere on social media. She's on social, very media. Prominent on social um, media. She's doing you great. Have yes. no problem
1: finding you. You should Trust have
2: me. no issues finding <laughs> me. Reach out to me. Send me a DM. I'm happy to have a conversation.
0: Great. Thank you.
1: Exquisite. Absolutely exquisite. And Michael Midget. Yep. As always, HomeWiseRadio.com. Um, my mortgage website, Go GoShelter.com. And you can call me direct at 314-275-0314.
0: All right. Thank you very much. Great job, guys. Have a good one. And we will be back next week. Thank you. Bye, Paul. Thank I'm Paul much. Cook. Appreciate it. Uh, HomeWiseRadio.com. Thanks for your time. Loan and loan information provided by Michael Midget, NMLS number 205402 and Shelter Mortgage, Inc., 691 Trade Center Boulevard, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63005, NMLS number 192609, a Missouri residential mortgage licensee.